Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 241 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on August the 18th, 2022. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, what are you up to? Yeah, not much. Not Doing much. podcast. Yeah, dude. Oh, really? That's good. I'll have to listen. It's a cool skeletor you got back there behind the counter. Oh, you like that, yeah, right? Yeah, I literally just noticed that. We've been talking for like 30 minutes before we went on the air. And uh, Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. And we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. That skeletor is cool. What does that go for? It's, that is, it's like 1500 bucks. I that is say. a tweeter head. It's a tweeter head 1-1 one, one scale skeletor. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. really cool. It makes me really happy. Man, there, there's more Skeletor going on in Rogue Comics right now that apparently is in the entire Netflix show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I just I'm just making a joke as to like what everyone's like roasting Kevin Smith over. Um, yeah. But anyway, the um, so how, how have things been? It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm doing all right. What about you? Oh, not bad, not bad. I went to uh, got to actually see. The Disney Wish, um, like two weeks ago. Oh, good. Yeah, so we went to um, my girlfriend and I went to uh, Port Canaveral because there's a beach there that we're go- that we like. It's uh, Jaffe Park or something like that. So it's basically like a park, but you have to drive past all the cruise ships to get there. And there was the Wish just sitting in dock. Huh. And I mean, nice. this gorgeous beach. I mean, like absolutely gorgeous with the white sand and the clear water. Like I didn't know the Atlantic. Like when you're not like in the Bahamas, can look that clear and beautiful so this is gorgeous beach it's apparently been an hour away from me for seven years and i've had no idea um but yeah so and then we we went to this place called fish lips bar and grill which uh was just really really good and where we were sitting our table like on the outside deck we just had a beautiful view of the wish i just stared at it i'm like soon soon my love Talking- i wanted i would like to drive by the star cruiser one day um, before it takes off. Yeah, that would be a great idea. I right. think you should definitely do that. I wonder if they do that. Yeah, I wonder, I've never even seen like where it is. Like I've seen a sign for it, but like I have no idea like where it actually is to like drive by it and see it. It's got to be a pretty big platform if they're if they're going to a star. Well, no, I, I I'm pretty sure you like teleport. You like take a shuttle up to the Star Cruiser, which is like docked in orbit around the Earth. Oh really? Yeah, I think that's what the, I think that's it. Like, I don't think it's like a star yeah. cruiser just sitting there. I think okay. they do like a whole spiel where like you get in like a shuttle and you go to it. Oh, cool! Oh, I like that then. I mean, that's I mean, I don't know for sure, but no, oh, you're right. That makes sense. So at, at this, uh, well, because you know, a ship that big, you think it wouldn't be able to enter the Earth's atmosphere. Wow. You know, uh, like, you know, you're not seeing the Super Star Destroyer. And then again, it's not as big as the Super Star Destroyer. This thing isn't like that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Uh, Okay. So um, 
Oh, at this play at this restaurant where we were looking at the wish, uh, got to eat shark. Cool. They had shark bites as an appetizer. So like deep fried little like balls of shark. And oh, I, I felt was it I, good. Yeah, I was like, how do you like it? Huh? While I was like eating the shark. Right. Now I've had shark now twice in my life. When I was a, when I was a kid and I was on the Adventures of Pete and Pete as an extra um on the okay. Nickelodeon show, there was a catering they had Mako Shark. And that was really good. And then I had this. So now if you look at it in terms of like pure score, I have eaten two sharks and sharks have eaten zero me's. So I think I am ahead in this ongoing war against sharkdom. Well, you don't really go in the water enough to give them a chance. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I promise we're going to get to Disney stuff in a second. But uh, we were in uh, Hilton Head with my parents like last month. Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. It's like a, okay. it's like an island. I never even knew it existed before I went there. So we're at the beach, and my girlfriend, my parents, my grandmother, they convinced me to get into the water. So, all right, I go in the water. It's fine. You know, I made sure that, like, you know, my mom was a little further out so that the shark would, like, you know, like, she's, like, my barrier to the Yes, my, I use my mother as a human shield with sharks. Right, this so is, they eat her first. Right. This is how, this is how my mind works. Uh, right. <laughs> but anyway, um, we get out of the water, and we're sitting there on the beach, and all of a sudden I see everyone getting out of the water. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened. Like, did somebody like drown or something like that? And like, like th- these ladies are like walking by us, and I'm like, oh, hey, like what what's going on? Like, oh, there's a shark, and my head turned like the Exorcist to like stare at my parents and be like, you see, they, I was this close to a shark, Pete. I was this close. It would be cool though if they were like, oh, nothing, go out there. Why would they do that? No, the, life, the, so you can, the lifeguard so never you would have allowed the it. The lifeguard was like getting everybody out of the water because the shark was out there. But then you could have told him, like, I want to fight that shark. I don't want to fight the shark in the water because it has the home field advantage. I'll fight a shark on land. You know, like, while it's flopping around, I'll like, kick it in the head or whatever. <laughs> but like, I'm not going to, when it can't breathe and, you know, like, like, like I'll, I'll take that. I'll take those odds. But to fight a shark in an environment that I am not, like made for like that's you know okay why would I, why would i put myself in that position uh it seemed like you wanted some kind of a competition with sharks i don't want a competition with sharks i want them to leave me alone okay. I, I don't want I, I mean i get that we stay out we try to stay out of each other's way as much as possible except for that land shark <laughs> snl reference <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my my real topical references this week on Two Men and the Mouse. <laughs> All right, you ready to dive into the news this week? Because we got a lot of no, news let's to get do to. It. All right. All right. So worldwide news. We have new Magic Band Plus designs, and so we'll go through this, okay. and then I'll give you my opinion on Magic Band Plus <clears throat> because I actually got to use it um, just a couple weeks ago when it first came out. So Disney has launched several new Magic Band Plus designs on Shop Disney that are now available to order. Uh, one of them is a Main Street Electrical Parade or Electrical Light Parade uh, um, Magic Band. Another is a, a Baby Groot Guardians of the Galaxy. Another is the Avengers. So, uh, yeah, each and each of those bands is priced at forty four ninety nine. I will say that Guardians one was calling to me because it's orange. It is orange. It's got Baby Groot on it. It's just Floor Colossus on it. But no, you're not getting it? I, I gotta be honest with you. I I just don't think Magic Band Plus is for me. Okay, so ready for my ready for my like experience with it. 
Yes. It's it's whatever. You know, like yeah, I, <laughs> that's that's my like my my big like takeaway was, was like, all right, this is all right. Like I got the I got the partners one. I was happy about it. Like you know, I I um I tapped in at Epcot with it, and it like lit up and and like vibrated. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then like I went over to the Figment um Fab Fifty statue, and I did the wave thing, and it played music. Like I was expecting to hear Dave Goals as Figment being like imagination or whatever, but like no. Uh, right. that, that didn't happen. So I just played this like little music. So I'm like, oh, all right, that was kind of cool, I guess. So then I went over to the Olaf one and I waved in front of it, ready to hear him talk about Samantha or whatever. And they played the exact same music that the figment one played. Oh, and then I went it over to like, then I went over to rocket and Groot and I waved in front of it and it played the exact same music that the figment one played. No. Yeah. Most of them play this exact same generic music. The, like the, um, the oh, what, what's that movie with Dia de los Muertos? Um, Coco. Coco. Yeah, I went over to that kid, and he like that one had like a thing, like it played like Poco Loco. Oh, or this is a bummer. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, and so then like I looked at my band, and I'm like, all right, what do I do with this now? Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, I have two magic bands. I mean, I have a hundred magic bands, right. but I have two magic bands that I use, and they're like probably two things in Disney I love the most. I have the Haunted Mansion wallpaper band, uh-huh. and I have a band that just has droids on it from Star right. Wars. Right. So I'm like, oh man, to get another band, like, I, I don't even want to buy another band, but like, I don't understand. Like, as far as like fireworks and stuff go, like, I mean, aren't you supposed to be? I I guess you're supposed to be looking at the fireworks, right? I, I haven't so I haven't used it for fireworks like yet. I haven't used it for fireworks yet. I probably won't until Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Honestly, I'm not in the parks for fireworks ever. Like if we're getting toward fireworks time, that's usually when I'm like, oh, okay. Like now we Me can, too, like, right? I'm not a crazy fireworks guy. You know that. Like it's getting toward fireworks time and I'm like, okay, now's the time to leave. Because, you know, it'll be easy to get yeah, out, especially that's... Magic Kingdom. Right. Oh yeah. Like especially Especially Magic Kingdom. But even Epcot, I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, fireworks are like... But, you know, I use the Magic Man Plus in Epcot, which is really not the park that it's designed for. It's it's kind of meant to be more of an experience, I think, in Magic Kingdom, where there's more Fab 50 statues, and Hollywood, where you can do the Batu stuff. Yeah, but even that looks so bad. I don't know. I mean, like, it's... Like, like that bounty hunting thing looks so dumb. I mean, if, maybe if I was a kid, I'd like it. But even that, I don't... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's enough fun things for me to do in Disney. I, I feel like I don't need. What's the like... thing? I now, granted, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't get to go all the time, right? But right. when I'm in Disney, I even the the play Disney Parks app, right? Right. I've never really been looking for more to do in Disney. Like, I'm pretty busy when I'm there. Right. Right. You know. So the concept of maybe something like the play Disney Parks app, where it's like something to do while you're waiting online, that's cool. I mean, I've never really needed it, but yeah. I, but for I get someone that. who maximizes their fast pass experiences the way you do, like you're right. not how many? Like how often are you waiting in line at Toy Story Midway Mania? Yeah, no, it doesn't happen often. Yeah, but but I this isn't even that. The Magic Band Plus doesn't do anything to help you during your downtime. It just gives you things to do during time you should be doing stuff. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of. I mean like yeah, it like it like shook and lit up a couple times and that was kind of cool, but then I was like, wow, I spent 40 bucks on this. Right. So I mean that's the other thing, right? And you know me, I like stuff. So like I mean the concept is something I would like, but I just don't feel like, like I really like the bands I have and 
I don't want to have to buy new bands. I mean, I think it might be one of those things that's like, um, what do you call it? Like where they've released it, but they're not really like tapping its full potential yet, and they're it'll it'll have more to do in the future. Uh, yeah, maybe. So maybe, maybe I'm, lo- right, I, I'm kind I of looking know. at it as like this is an investment in a future experience. Maybe you know, like let's see what they do. I mean, connecting. See, I feel like we've heard that a million times. I, I feel like Pal Mickey was like just tapping the beginning of right. You know, right. Kind of RFID like chip technology yeah. and. Um, well, this is definitely know. the 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 you know the grandchild of Pal Mickey. Like that that technology has led us to this. Like oh, being able to scan like codes in Galaxy's Edge with your phone—I've never seen a human being do. But mm-hmm. that was like the big thing. Like no one does that. Well, I mean, you know, the one thing that I thought was kind of cool—I mean—and take this for what it is—but like you know, this is more of like an ease or convenience thing. When I purchased it, I was ready to like have to like enter in like the code into my Disney experience. You connect, right. you connect it to your my Disney experience after Bluetooth, and you basically like tap your band to your phone to like register it to your account which i thought was kind of neat okay i like that i guess yeah i mean that was that was fine um but yeah don't want to pay for it yeah you know it's like it is what it is they're pretty i I like the designs i'm glad i don't regret getting one but when i once i got it i was kind of like okay what do i do with this thing now I mean, I think like so. I have a trip coming up, right? So right. I can pre-purchase one, and I think they're what ten bucks off. Yeah, so maybe they're like thirty-four ninety-nine. And yeah. I think I, I thought um, pass holders had that also. Where you no, can get I got one for I got money. no, I got like five bucks off. So like the one I got oh, was okay. supposed to be forty-five, and I got it for forty. But like. And for me, so if I, I get to, I was talking to the kids about it and I'm like, cause if they want it, like I'm, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. So, and we were, they were like, Oh, we kind of want them. Like Ethan's like, I would like this one. Uh-huh. And then when we were sitting around the other day, I'm like, I gotta be honest with you. I'm like, I'm just not feeling like this magic band plus. And they're like, yeah, cool. They're like, we don't need it. And I was like, wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was, really e- that was easy. Time. I thought like they were gonna be like, oh, we wanted it, but no, they're like, oh, we don't care at all. I'm like, oh, cool, good then. I mean, you know what? There's also a, there's enough YouTube video like walkthroughs of it now where I think most a lot of people are watching them and like, oh, really? Uh, like that's all it is. So yeah, I think that's kind of a thing. Yeah, everyone I know here who got them all say the same thing. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, they I mean, wanted to do something. It's not like a game changer. It's it's not like it's gonna revolutionize your in park experience. So. But my thing is, like, if you're going to do this Fab 50 thing, you should have 50 different things that these statues say. I, I got to be honest with you. That's the first I heard. I, I assumed it was. It was not in Epcot. Like I said, a few of them had, like, individual things. But, like, Olaf not having it? I was, like, I was floored by that. Like, was, you need to go find one of the Star Wars ones because... I was like, Josh Gad practically lives at well at, at, in the disney like voiceover studio how did you not get right. him to say something or just pull something from the movie yeah like figment i get whatever like you know it would have been nice to hear figment say something but yeah it, it, the only one that i've heard so far that like says a unique thing was the was the coco one yeah you got go go do on the star wars ones because i'm curious if uh it's got to play star it's wars music at to, least right, right? Because it, it was, it was like just random Disney it, music. It was just the same generic music for like every statue I went to, and I was just like, "That's kind of a bummer." And like the other people yeah. that were like around me, 
I was like, is this just me or is like this all the same? And they're like, yeah, no, it's kind of like stinks. Yep. So. All right. Ready for resort news? Uh, No, I got one more question. Okay. If you were at Epcot, were you there at nighttime? No. Oh, okay. Because I, doesn't the magic band like go along with like the beacons of light thing? Uh, supposedly, yes. But I have not experienced that yet. I might be able to experience it this weekend when I'm going to be in Magic Kingdom Again, and potentially you know, Epcot. That's like maybe something cool casually if you're walking by and you're like, oh, my band is like lighting up with the, you know, right. with the, all the lights. Like, right. this is really cool. But I don't know if I want to pay 45 bucks a head for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's a I little mean? much. So, all right. Now, we're ready for resort news? Yep. The Boardwalk Deli has opened. And Pete, like we said before, what's the one thing I've always said that Walt Disney World needs more than anything? That's right. It's a good deli sandwich. And uh, so I've not gone to this yet. I know you, you, you texted me like like in the last couple of weeks and you were like, this is a day one, right? Like like you were you were even excited about this deli. I was. I've seen a couple of reviews, though. OK. And not great. And and now, listen, I live in a state that's, you know, known for deli. full of delis. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really look exactly like what we have. No, probably I'm not. I'm really curious. I'm curious to see what you, when you go, what you think. Yeah, I'll let you know. So the Boardwalk Deli has opened to guests, bringing new quick service dining to the Boardwalk and the Epcot Resort area. The re- it replaces the original Boardwalk Bakery and is essentially unchanged visually, but now there's an all-new breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu, which we'll go through now. Inspired by delis of the American Northeast, which is, you know, where we're from, the menu offers house-baked bagels, savory warm sandwiches, and a variety of desserts, including hand-piped cannoli. Now, I'm assuming these are Florida bagels, which, you know, are not great. They have to be. Yeah, right? It's a like, water thing. There's no way they're importing, like, New York water to this. Uh... No, no. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing you could do. That's just, you know, it's kind of the same thing for pizza. Right, right. right. So there's a bagel breakfast sandwich for eight ninety nine, and that's cage-free eggs, bacon, caramelized onion, and cheddar. Then there's an everything bagel sandwich, which is cage-free eggs, sausage patty, and cheddar. There's a ciabatta breakfast sandwich, which is plant-based egg florentine, cheese in quotes, so I'm assuming it's some kind of vegan cheese, tomato jam, and arugula, and this is a vegan option. Uh, Then you have a bagel with smoked salmon, uh, vine-ripened tomato, arugula, caper, and caper onion cream cheese. That's $9.99. Okay, so then you've got um, they've got a fountain in there for refillable resort mugs for the for guests of the boardwalk. Um, there is no indoor seating, but there are tables on the boardwalk that are like have give you a view of the water. So lunch and dinner menu you can choose from a variety of cold and hot deli sandwiches served on traditional marble rye, fluffy ciabatta or soft and springy focaccia breads. As with the breakfast bagels, all breads are baked fresh in-house, which means they're using Florida water. The signature Italian sub is built with layer upon layer of thinly sliced gabagol, so brissette and pepperoni, with provolone, arugula, tomato, and arugula pesto, and mayo on a fresh-baked ciabatta bread. The savory warm pastrami Reuben is a classic deli staple with generous rolls of thin-sliced warm pastrami topped with sauerkraut, Swiss cheese, and Thousand Island dressing on marble rye bread. Now, I love a Reuben, but I don't get it on rye because I hate rye bread. I'm not a rye bread fan either. I, I can't. I'm like, how do people like this? But My wife likes it, so yeah, I, I can't. People, people do. 
For a plant-based twist on a classic favorite, the Veggie Crunch Muffaletta is stacked with cured and pickled root vegetables, an olive giardinia tapenade, and plant-based cheese served on focaccia. You can also opt for a roasted chicken sandwich with cheddar cheese, lettuce, tomato, and roasted garlic aioli served on ciabatta, or the grilled cheese sandwich with tomato soup, a classic guest favorite. I don't know if this has been around long enough to have a classic guest favorite, but... Uh, to round off your meal, you can add a whole dill pickle made in-house with the perfect amount of crunch and tanginess. <coughs> All sandwiches are served with a side of house-made chips, creamy coleslaw, or soup. Now, there's also bakery items, such as cannolis that are, um, they've got like a mascarpone cheese regatta and shaved dark chocolate with a hint of lemon zest and a touch of Mickey because the, the chocolate is in the shape of a Mickey head. Uh, Northeastern classics include the New Jersey crumb cake which is a moist cake with thick cinnamon crumb topping or the iconic New York-style half-moon cookie topped with rich chocolate ganache and buttercream. You also have for pastry lovers a delicate chocolate-dipped cream puff, hand-piped with silky custard, and the raspberry danish layered with a velvet custard, fresh raspberries, and sugar crumble. The warm and gooey cinnamon yummies make a return. Lastly, there are some tried-and-true classics like cookies, brownie cheesecake, brownies, the cookies and cream cupcake, and the 50th anniversary celebration cupcake. And that's the deli. All right. It's the deli. There will be a review in the future once I can get over to the boardwalk. Um, the problem is, like, when I'm in Epcot, it's food and wine right now. So, like, I'm kind of, like, tied up, like, with food and wine stuff. Well, it's always it's always something there. Come yeah. I, I mean, you know, food and wine going on so for as long as it's going, like, there will come a time where I'm like, yeah. Well, cause even with Flower and Garden, there came a time where where my girlfriend and I were like, yeah, we're not we're just not going to do the festival today. Like, we just we'll just get, like, regular counter service food. Yeah, I got it. Because after a while, you've had it all, um, or everything that you want, anyway. And um, so, uh, some some big hits for me at Food and Wine this year. By the way, there's a put, there's a poutine in um, Canada with uh, with braised beef and like a borzen garlic cheese, and that okay. was really really good. Like that's probably the best thing that I've had. Nice. I got it. I got to tell you something though the the signature La Cellier truffle butter filet mignon, not great this year, huh? First of all, it's a dollar more. They've they've upped the price by a dollar or two. Okay, and the portions are smaller, and they were all like medium well. Oh no, that's that's not acceptable. Yeah, no, I really was unimpressed. I was like, I just paid nine bucks for this like tiny little chicken nugget sized like piece of meat. Yeah. With, like, a million mushrooms. I mean, like, I don't dislike mushrooms or anything like that, but, like, the mushroom-to-meat ratio was way off. And, like, the tiniest I mean, little dab of truffle butter. You know, like, I, I'm not a huge festival guy, and I, it's not that I don't want to try things. Mm-hmm. Or, it's just, for me, I, I'd almost rather go and eat somewhere. Like, waiting on these lines, uh, the amount of times, like, I'm like, oh, I want to try this. Oh, wait, there's 30 people in line. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. But you know what? It's Sometimes just... th- there's a little hack you need to look at with some of these long lines. Like, because the places with the really long lines, you've got like, you know, Canada and like sometimes sometimes France for some festivals and like a couple of the other really long ones there are second lines on the other side of the booth that typically have nobody in them. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I- I've noticed that a couple times, especially with Canada. Like everyone will be in the line like where you like you walk into World Showcase and you start heading toward Canada and there's a, a second line on the other side of the booth that nobody's in. 
that's literally just open. Uh, I'm going to look at that. Interesting. Yeah. Some of them have it, some of them don't. And sometimes they're closed, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, that Canada booth is always a, a go-to, obviously, for me. But did I tell you I finally got my Canada hockey jersey? No, I know you wanted it. Yeah, the black and red um, Mickey Canada hockey jersey. I finally got it. Uh, because every time I'd go there... I talk myself out of it. I'd be like, it's seventy dollars. Like, and then like when I finally talk myself up, like, yeah, I've got seventy bucks to to spend, and I'm gonna go get that. It was never there. Right. So finally, one time I was there, and they had it, and they had it in my size. And at first, I was like, oh, it's seventy dollars. And then I was like, no, get this hockey jersey. You owe it to yourself. So. Oh, that's awesome. The next thing I have to get yeah, is the- there's like a there's like a Canada bag there that I really want. The kids and I have Mickey Canada shirts that we wear oh nice so we're gonna wear them when we go to world showcase i approve um i've got a couple of canada shirts like from there like i've got like the the abcs of canadian sports and it's like mickey playing right. hockey lacrosse and curling yeah i've seen that one yeah. yeah i've got like a bunch of different ones i've got the chippendale uh map of canada shirt so yeah there's a whole bunch all right, chain water park news. Changes are coming to Blizzard Beach. Now, I'm excited to give water park news now, P, because I just renewed my annual pass, and I have added the water park option on this year. Really? Yeah, we've decided that we want this year, we want to like really like try to get to the water parks. What, what more, how much more did this cost? It was an extra hundred bucks. Huh. So, to right. add on to my annual pass, I added on two things I added the photo pass which is now an $100 add-on and Oof. the the water parks the water parks and sports add-on is another 100 bucks. So, I mean, look, I get a lot of use out of that photo pass. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Yeah, it's it's like not it was not even a question. I was like, okay, I need to get the photo pass. Um it's just another thing that stinks that it used to be included. You yes, know? yeah. No, I mean, I get it. And I got the um I had to get one of the new versions of the pass. So I got the sorcerer pass. Because the only blockout dates are it's the second half of Thanksgiving week. So from like Wednesday to Sunday of Thanksgiving week. And okay. uh, the week of like the last two weeks of the year, which is I'm always up in New Jersey anyway. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't make any sense to get the Incredit Pass because it would have been $30 more a month. And it would just be to include weeks that I'm already like, you know. Like if 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 the Incredit Pass had thrown in like a not so scary Halloween party ticket or something like that, I would have gotten it. But because that's what Universal does with like their higher end pass, they throw in a what, Halloween Horror Nights ticket. What about uh? What about parking? How does that work for you guys? I mean, we just get the free parking. They oh, you get free parking. Okay. Yeah, they didn't. Take I was it. just reading about the. Well, you know, Disneyland, they've changed all, like, the stuff for annual passes there. And one of the things is, like, now you get a discount on parking. Yeah. yeah and people are that. just livid. And I kind of get it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Disney, like, we've been saying for years that Disney hates annual pass holders. And now they, they're, like, openly hating annual pass holders. Like, they're not yeah, even... like Like, annual pass holders are really just fillers right i mean what what did they call what did they call it at disneyland in the in the meeting in like the board meeting they called it like unfavorable an unfavorable mix when they were talking about the annual pass holders right like i think that was like the the language that was used was unfavorable mix yeah and that like drove a lot of people crazy so yeah i mean like you know as an annual pass holder i spend a lot of money in the parks like you know, like we're I'm going to Crystal Palace this this weekend. Like, very excited for that. 
Why Crystal Palace no breakfast yet? Oh, like, you know what? Because I I don't know. I like the we like the we like the prime rib. No, I mean why why isn't it why isn't it open? Oh oh, I don't think oh. I don't think the breakfast is a thing yet. I would assume it'll be a thing when the characters return in in mid in the end toward the end of September. I haven't heard about. I've heard about Ohana and yeah. like all the other places, but not Crystal Palace. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, why aren't all of the character meet and greets back yet? Like it's, you know. So the um, yeah. So we love that like the lunch and dinner at Crystal Palace. So we're doing that. And I had some good career news uh, this week, so we're we're celebrating with a Crystal Palace. Oh, a little celebratory, yeah, uh, a meal little, I like that. Yeah, a little Crystal Palace lunch dinner. Um, all right, water park news. Changes are coming to Blizzard Beach when it reopens. The latest refurbishment work at Blizzard Beach may be bringing some improvements that could significantly improve the guest experience. <laughs> the latest aerial photos of Blizzard Beach from um, by, from Bior Construct appear to show a new conveyor belt system being assembled on the ground alongside a mobile crane, which will presumably be used to assemble a tower crane on the new concrete pad to lift the new conveyor into position inside the park. Conveyor belts are already used in some areas of the park to transport tubes from the bottom of the slide to the top, but some slides still require the riders to carry their own tubes. It isn't clear if the new conveyor will will be a replacement for an existing tube transport or if it will be an addition to improve another slide. The crane is close to runoff rapids, which consists of three slides and could benefit from a tube conveyor system. Adding further weight to runoff rapids being the new location for the conveyor system is recent construction at the edge of the splashdown pool, which looks like it may become one of the anchors for the new conveyor belt. Uh, Blizzard Beach is currently closed and does not yet have a reopening date. Typhoon Lagoon, however, is available as Walt Disney World's only operating water park at this time. All summer that's been Blizzard Beach has been closed. Yeah, really weird, right? Yeah, really weird. I mean, like, at, remember like Blizzard Beach was getting closed for like like catastrophic like breakdowns like yeah well, a couple years ago. I'm assuming they're finally like fixing everything completely. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, Disney Springs news. Chicken Guy has a new indoor seating area that was desperately needed. Did you hear about this? Uh, I did not hear about it, but I have heard people complain over the years of the necessity for it. So Chicken Guy, one of the most popular restaurants in Disney Springs right now for a couple reasons. One, it's affordable. I think like the most expensive meal there is like 11 bucks. And uh, two, the chicken is really good. Like really, really. The sauces are just exquisite. So what does this mean? It means a lot of waiting and not a lot of seating. Getting a seat at Chicken Guy is ridiculously difficult to get. First of all, there was there was basically no indoor seating, like only very, very little bit. And the outdoor seating area was always full. And you just kind of had to stand there with your tray and like wait for somebody to get up, which is always really awkward. awkward. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, The other area that's really bad with that is Woody's Lunchbox. Yes. I dare say Woody's lunchbox is worse than Chicken Guy <coughs> when it comes I to mean, this. I've eaten one time at Woody's lunchbox. We got a table, no problem. But it mm-hmm. was also like pre lunch time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you kind of have to really time like the only your... time you can. Yeah, yeah. You got to time your Woody's lunchbox experience pretty well. Like we got Woody's lunchbox one time. It was me, my girlfriend, and my best friend, and like we had to like our food got cold in the tray because we we spent thirty minutes like trying to find a table. Yeah. So two years after the 2018 opening of Chicken Guy, work began on expanding the restaurant with more than twice the amount of indoor seating. The ground level Planet Hollywood store was closed, allowing Chicken Guy to expand into the adjacent space. 
The pandemic shutdown delayed the project's opening, but work has finally wrapped up, and the restaurant's new indoor seating has officially opened to guests. Uh, the new dining room is accessed via the original seating area and includes drink machines and bathrooms. Seating is available in different configurations, including high tops and tables. Power outlets and USB ports can also be found at the bar seating along the window. The new seating area should help reduce the long lines and give diners a better chance of finding a table indoors, which is especially important during the hot and rainy summer season. Yep, that's pretty clutch. Nothing yeah, worse yeah. than getting your chicken Sounds sandwich like- rained on. All right, so um, we're going to take, before we get to the park specific news, we're going to take a quick commercial break here from our sponsors, and we'll be back with more Two Men in the Mouse right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier, makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. It sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in in 2008, and in that time, has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with, and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like, that. A, like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney cruise line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, 
whereas park rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. And we're back, folks. Welcome back to Two Men and the Mouse. And, of course, the continuing news brought to you by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. You can always find Dave by checking out DisneyDaveWFHorizon.net. Send him a little email. Uh, he is our preferred travel provider. Books Pete's trips. Books my, He's booked my cruise and my trips in the past. Um, you know, just someone that we know and love here on this show. All right. Magic Kingdom news. You ready for this? Yep. The Merida meet and greet has returned to the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Merida is back meeting guests in the Scottish-inspired fairy tale garden. The star of Brave returned and is currently meeting guests beginning at 9.45 a.m., 11 a.m., 12.15, 2.15, 3.15, and 4.30 p.m. You can find I the fairy... Say, I do love that area. It's a beautiful area. I love it. What, what was yeah, that before? It's nice. Wasn't it like a bell area before... before? Me- no, before Merida, it was Rapunzel for a while. Oh, okay. I knew it was something before Merida, but I didn't remember what it was. You can find the Fairytale Garden just across from Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe over near the Teacups area. Um, over Also kind of near to the castle, like right as you're going toward the Wishing Well. Uh, in further meet and greet news, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger have returned to a place for friends. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Yep, they're back as well, and that is right next to the Winnie the Pooh attraction. Uh, you know, right there, right across from um, Subdoors Mine Train. So it is, again, once yep. again, Pooh Bear and Tigger. Uh, I haven't seen if it's going to be um, Pooh Bear, Tigger, Eeyore, and Piglet for the Halloween party, but it usually is. So, actually, part of the main reason we're going to Magic Kingdom this weekend is to get that Winnie the Pooh picture. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of Winnie the Pooh. So, Who uh, Halloween decor has returned to Magic Kingdom. Obviously, since the Halloween party is currently now in full swing, uh, you know we've got our classic um, pumpkin photo op right there on Main Street. However, one big change: the Mickey Halloween pumpkins on the lampposts are no longer with us. They are not a thing anymore. Hmm, that's it's, interesting. It's now Cinderella pumpkins. Like it's just a pumpkin with a C on it. I don't like that. Huh, weird. I did see it. Take it takes it. it takes all the charm out of the Halloween decorations, I think. Like it really like I loved those Mickey Halloween, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, of course. It's just one of those things where it's like you're changing things and why? Like um but you know, um the last couple of years it has been, you know, kind of limited in terms of like what they've put up. But now the holiday services department have 
completed a complete pre-pandemic decor package. So we're back to the way things were. Ready for the entertainment lineup for Not So Scary this year? Yep. Okay. So the park closes to regular guests on party nights at 6 p.m. The event officially begins at 7 p.m., but your ticket allows you to get into the Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. So if you don't have a Magic Kingdom ticket, but you have a Not So Scary ticket, you can get in at 4 p.m., but the party will not start until 7 you get a party wristband at the main entrance for guests already in the park. Wristband distribution can be found in Adventureland and Tomorrowland. <clears throat> and here is the entertainment schedule. You have the Hocus Pocus Villain Spelltacular on the castle stage. For August and September parties, this is 8.35, 10.45, and 12 a.m. In October, you have 7.40, 8.35, 10.45, and 12 a.m. Then you've got the Disney's Not-So-Spooky Fireworks Show at 10.15 p.m., which I've never seen before. I'm looking forward to that this year. Oh, that's nice. I mean, you know, I was big into Hollow Wishes, so. Yeah, Hollow Wishes was just, it's going to be hard to replace that. It's been a really long time since I've been to the Halloween party. Like, I was just, like, kind of figuring it out. Like, like it's probably been a good, like, four years since I've gone. And this year, fun. this year I'm doing both Halloween and Christmas, so I've never oh, done that before. nice. <clears throat> yeah, I've I've never I've never done that before. So, are you doing them like a week apart? Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> so I'll be doing the Halloween party in September, and then I'll be doing the Christmas party in November. Uh, then you've got the Mickey's Booty You Halloween Parade stepping off in Frontierland at nine fifteen p.m. and eleven fifteen p.m. So now my like my typical like thing that I try to do for this is I will try to catch the later. Hocus Pocus show and the later parade. Be- Always a good, better idea. Yeah. Way less crowded. And you could take advantage of the crowds, mm-hmm. like, like focusing on these things in the earlier shows to get on some of the, like the different rides that are kind of how overlays on them. And, and I think this year it's pirates. Um, They've got like live pirates in there now. Yeah. For- we did that last time. It's really fun. I've never done that. They've got space mountain with all the lights off, which I love. And then they've got um the teacups also have a uh, Halloween overlay. Uh, you also have the Cadaver Dan's Barbershop Quartet at 7, 745, 830, 950, and 1030. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, we also have announced food for Not So Scary. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's go through it. Annie Gravity's Galactic Goodies. A Not So Poison Apple Pie Milkshake which is apple pie milkshake with green apple whipped cream, sour apple marshmallow straw, cinnamon donuts, and a poison apple straw. This is available only during the Halloween party. It looks pretty good. It's got like little like donut munchkins on it that look like Mickey ears almost. All right. That's something I think I would get. I like apple pie. Yeah, that sounds okay. Yeah, I'm I'm a big apple fan. Like everyone, everyone, like some people like to think pumpkin is like the big thing for the fall. For me, it's apple. It's always been apple. Mm, I do like pumpkin, though. I, I mean, I like it in certain things. Then you have the sweet candy corn soft serve swirl cone, which I've had this before. That is sweet corn and vanilla soft serve swirl topped with a candy corn chocolate bow. And that uh, the, the bow is new this year. That is available during regular park hours and the Halloween party. So you can get that during regular park hours this year, which is which is a pretty new thing. It used to be you can only get that during the party. Casey's Corner has a pain and panic hot dog which is a hot dog with sweet and spicy onion relish, 
sriracha mustard topped with spicy cheese-flavored snacks, a.k.a. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. This is available also during regular hours and the Halloween party. Winifred's Elixir of Youth is a black tea slushy with kiwi foam and Winifred chocolate piece. New this year and available during regular park hours and the party. And you can also get a Binks pastry tail and cold witch's brew coffee. And that is basically a Cheshire cat tail that's kind of souped up. Though okay. I saw I saw recently they ran out of the cattails and they were giving them out as bear claws. Huh. It was interesting to me. I like that Cheshire Cat Tail. It's it is a hidden treasure, my friend. I really enjoy it. <laughs> Not a lot of people um really like talk about it as much. And like I love I, I love to go get a Cheshire Cat Tail and a cup of coffee, like if I'm there in the morning. Like that is like I might do that on Saturday. Ethan really likes it and it's cool because I never want to eat a whole one, so we'll just get one and split it. Yeah. Because it's pretty big. It is big. Um and the Cheshire Cafe has the Binks pastry tail. It also has the Cold Witch's Brew Coffee, which is French vanilla cold brew with pumpkin spice foam topped with Halloween sprinkles, and that is available during regular park hours and the party. Um, there's also a Bayou Burger, a Hades Hot Dog, and Poco Loco Tots and Spellbinding Fried Pie, and those are available at Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. The Bayou Burger is a beef patty with jalapeno pimento cheese, crispy andouille sausage, and garlic pickles. That is available during regular hours and the not-so-scary Halloween party. Uh, this um, and then the Friars Nook has the Hades hot dog. That is um, so. I'm sorry, I I got this a little wrong because I was reading it. The Binks pastry tail is only available at Cheshire Cafe. The um, Bayou Burger is available at Cosmic Rays, and the Friars Nook has the Hades hot dog, which is spicy beef and pork hot dog, Hades relish and pickles served with house made violet mustard. Available during the Halloween party only. Then you have the Poco Loco Tots, which is chorizo sausage, green onion, and Hades cheese sauce, available during the party only. Then there's the Golden Oak Outpost. They have the Spellbinding Fried Pie, which this is something I definitely have to get. Buffalo chicken, mozzarella, and blue cheese wrapped in flaky dough topped with a candy eye and jalapeno jalapeno ranch aioli. That is available during the party only. So that will be like my dinner during the party, I think. Because like the hot dog, I can just get like the the pain and panic hot dog I want to get, and that's Casey's. So I know I love all these Hercules references. Ah, me too. Ice the ice cream cart near the haunted mansion has a <laughs> a chilling chamber pop. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about like it looking so close to chamber pot. Doesn't really. <laughs> it doesn't really. I had to do a double take. It doesn't really sound appetizing. Oh, uh, wait a second. Chocolate crumbs, cherry buttercream, and dark chocolate pearls topped with tightrope walker chocolate piece. Available during the Halloween party only. Then there is the monster cookie ice cream sandwich and the oh my gourd cupcake. That is the Plaza ice cream parlor has the monster cookie ice cream sandwich. That is monster cookies filled with vanilla ice cream available during the Halloween party only. Now, the picture that I see here looks really good. It looks like, you know, two reasonably sized cookies filled with ice cream. The one that I saw on Disney Food Blog, it was two giant cookies, but just like a little bit of ice cream inside. So the cookie extended far past the ice cream, and I don't like that. Yeah, I get that. I don't know if maybe they ran out of these cookies and had to, like, use different cookies and just didn't want to give you more ice cream. But, like, if you're going to do that, like, spread the ice cream around the cookie for the love of all that's good. Yeah, you got to even it out. Yeah, like... You know me, I'm all about the ratios, like the chip to guac yeah. ratio. I'm all about the cookie to ice cream ratio. And the one that does it the best is the 50th anniversary um, chocolate co- uh, cookie ice cream sandwich in Animal Kingdom. 
over in like the dinosaur area. Yep. The Liberty Square Market has the Monster Cookie, which is a sugar cookie with candy eyes and Halloween-themed sprinkles. That is available during regular park hours only, so not available during the party. The Main Street Bakery has the Oh My Gourd Cupcake, which is a pumpkin spice cupcake with cinnamon cream cheese icing, finished with dark chocolate ears. That's new, available during park hours and the party. And the Sweet... um. Oh, never mind. Uh, that's at the Main Street Bakery. Pecos Bills has the sweet almond corn cake, which is almond vanilla cake dipped in white, orange, and yellow chocolate topped with candy corn, available during the party only. Sweet almond corn cake. Almond vanilla cake dipped in white, orange, and yellow chocolate and topped with candy corn. Okay. Because it looks like corn on the cob. Yeah, it looks good though. Like you could tell it's a cake if you see the picture of it, like open. When I like, first saw know, this, I thought like... it was corn on the cob, and yeah, I was like, "It that's... looks, it's amazing." They must use like a corn on the cob mold to bake it. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I would one hundred percent try that. I would try it now that I know it's not actual corn on the cob. When I first saw it, this repulsed me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the popcorn cart near Cinderella Castle has the Mexican spiced hot cocoa brownie. Uh, spiced chocolate brownie with a dark chocolate ganache topped with Miguel chocolate pleat piece. That's new this year, available only during the party. Now, at Sleepy Hollow Refreshments, you have the Grave Digger Milkshake, which is coconut and matcha blended soft serve topped with whipped cream, Grave Digger shovel, and chocolate gravestone, available during the party only. That doesn't sound good to me. Matcha and coconut, yeah. I don't feel, go, go together well. Yeah, no, I get that. Worms and Dirt Funnel Cake, which my girlfriend has already said she's definitely getting, is a full-sized funnel cake topped with chocolate ice cream, chocolate cookie crumbs, gummy worms, and a Billy chocolate piece that is available during Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party only. And by Billy, it's um, Billy from Hocus Pocus. Right. So uh, now the 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 reason I said full-size is because all the specialty funnel cakes that are available at the... Um, uh, what do you call it, at uh, Epcot during the festivals, are all these little tiny funnel cakes. I've heard they're good, though. I've never tried one because I just don't feel like they look very good. I know. They do look small, <laughs> but I've heard that the quality is there. Yeah. So the Chilling Chamber Pop is chocolate crumbs, cherry buttercream, and dark chocolate pearls topped with a tightrope walker chocolate piece available during regular park hours and the not-so-scary Halloween party. So that is available also at Sleepy Hollow Refreshments. The Snack Cart near Cinderella Castle has an M&M's Peanut Butter Churro, which is a churro rolled in peanut dust with peanut sauce, chocolate sauce, and M&M's Peanut Butter. And that is available during regular park hours and not-so-scary Halloween party. That would kill my girlfriend faster than a bullet to the head. <laughs> she has a peanut allergy. Uh, Sunshine Tree what Terrace. Pens for what? Yeah, she doesn't bring it. She doesn't bring it. I'm like, what if you accidentally eat a peanut? Uh, it's funny. I, I I had my buddy Raphael had like a reaction in here in the in the in the shop one day. Did he not have his epipen? He carries an epipen. Oh, see, he has an epipen. I, ironically, so... he didn't need it. He held out because it was slightly, but like Ugh. it was it was close to him, like actually popping. It. My greatest fear in this world is that we're out somewhere and there's some cross contamination with peanuts, and like she goes into anaphylactic shock. Like it's my greatest fear in the world. But uh, all right. Um, then you have some novelties. There's a glow Mickey Mummy premium popcorn bucket, which I very much want. It's like Mickey as a mummy. I love that you are into popcorn buckets. I am so into popcorn buckets. I like that because it's not something I'm into, but oh. you know, I love the, I love the merchandise thing, and I think the popcorn buckets are cool. It's just you know not another thing I can get into, and I love that you do it. Let me tell you something though. We have trash popcorn buckets here. 
We really do. Because you know where they've got him great? Tokyo. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, overseas. They've got this Winnie the Pooh one right now that's like a honeypot with like Pooh Bear leaning over into it. It looks adorable. And now. For Valentine's Day, I got my girlfriend one of the Tokyo... Um, uh, it's a Small World popcorn buckets. That one's awesome because it's like the exterior of Small World and the doors yep, open and I've the dolls are inside. It's great. Uh, there's also a Donald Candy Corn Sipper, which looks really cool. <clears throat> That's coming in early October, though, at Cosmic Rays. Um, it's, oh, it's going to be Cosmic Rays, Pecos Bills, uh, the Friars Nook, and Sleepy Hollow refreshments available during regular park hours and the Halloween party. There's a Halloween Candy Glow Cube, uh, which is coming to Sunshine Tree Terrace. And a zero popcorn bucket, which is going to be available in early October at various popcorn carts throughout the park. And that's going to be, uh, that's the one that's at the Halloween party only. Oh, I forgot. Sunshine Tree Terrace is a jack-o'-lantern float. (coughs) That's citrus swirl with Fanta orange soda, brown sugar whipped cream, and graham cracker crumbs. That's only available during the party. All right, so moving on, uh, a relaxation zone has replaced Merchant of Venus, the, uh, the merchandise store. Huh, I don't like that. I, you know what? I mean, cosmic. I mean, Mickey's uh, or Mickey Star Traders, or now as it's just called Star Traders. They took Mickey out of it for some weird reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that that kind of like I think fulfills the need for a, a store in that area. Yeah, I got it. You're right. That's the one I go to anyway. So Merchant of Venus has reopened as a rest zone and seating area for the adjacent ice cream shop. The store That's is cool. yeah, store's been cleared of all shelving and registers and is equipped with tables, chairs, and much needed air conditioning. Hey, let me just say that I looked up uh, <coughs> real fast the Cinderella pumpkin displays. They're really cool. Mm-hmm. You don't like it. I don't like it. I don't I miss the Mickey head. But do you see the wheels? It looks like her character. Yes, I get it. I understand it. It's too classy you for Halloween. You made it seem like it was just a pumpkin with a C on it. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I to thought me. it was really nice. Even, no. Even the leaf display behind it's different. I, I thought they were really nice. Um, so they, there's these um, posters in there, and so you've got the um, the 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 Meet the Inventor of Tomorrowland's one and only time machine. Uh, you've got one that is Space Home and Garden Show. You've got a Sunny Eclipse poster, which I need a picture with. Yeah, you do. Me too. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Astro Orbiter, Tomorrowland Towers, Antique Rocket Show, Recreational Rocket Vehicle Show. The room is still open to the adjacent Galactic Goodies, so expect it to become a seating area for people buying treats. The new seating area opens at the same time as Galactic Goodies, currently 11 a.m. You know, speaking of Sunny Eclipse, there is actually one, like, sad thing we have to talk about. Okay. You just reached out to me about this the other day, is yeah. that uh, Cal David, the voice of Sunny Eclipse... Um, friend of the show who, you know, we had on for an interview back in the early days, uh, sadly has passed away. And uh, that has left a uh, galaxy sized hole in my heart because what a, what yeah. a, what a great guy. He, he was a great guy. And I, I think one of the cool things for us is that, you know, it, it listen, it'll always live on yeah. with Sunny Eclipse, right? Oh, totally. I mean, that's, what more can you hope for but that you know someone's still listening to your music yeah years after you're gone well and speaking of his music i think that people should really like look up his actual like non-sunny eclipse music because he didn't put on like a character voice when he was singing a sunny eclipse yeah no no that's him that's that's like legitimately him so like i got really turned on to his music when we interviewed him because i was like or when i was preparing for the interview i started listening to more of his music to be like all right let's see what i'm like oh my gosh this is like more sunny eclipse 
This is like Sunny Eclipse singing the blues. He was a blues musician. Yep. Um, so you know, Cal David. Um, you know, his wife was is one of the Space Angels. Um, you know, he um, he played the guitar on a lot of the tracks also, and obviously sang. Um, so I got I got to dig up our interview with him and like repost it because that was my that was one of my all time favorite episodes of the show was when we got to interview him like because we like we were so we we were really like containing our like fanboyness of Sunny Eclipse because it's also very clear when you speak when you spoke to Cal David that like this stuff didn't matter to him <laughs> like this is a gig right. that he did like thirty years ago and I, like he was but he was very knowledgeable about Sunny Eclipse. Yeah, like he knew like the whole history of it. He knew about Zizix, the character it was based on from Tokyo, and you know, like he was like all over like the story of it. But you know, sadly, he actually never um, got to see Sunny Eclipse in person. Yeah, I mean, it also didn't sound like he really wanted to. No, but and I'm sure he's seen videos. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. But um, so you know, our buddy Cal David, you know, just a legend, and um, you know. Rest in power, friend. Um, thank you for everything and for being the the biggest little star in the galaxy and now the biggest little star in heaven. Um, all right, moving on to some happier stuff. Uh, did you see Max Goof has been added to Not So Scary Halloween Party this I did. year as Powerline? Looks cool in his Powerline. Power yeah. But I don't think you can actually like meet him as a meet and greet. I think it's ju- he just does this like show on Main Street. Yeah. Yeah. So partygoers that await the Halloween parade can stand out and dance their way onto Main Street with a 90s crew led by Max Goof cosplaying as Powerline. The pre-parade begins near Center Street on Main Street USA and lasts for about five minutes before heading to the railroad station for another stop before exiting near the firehouse. The pre-parade does not make any appearance in other areas of the parade route. So uh, multiple days of not-so-scary Halloween party have now been sold out. Um, all seven nights in August are sold out with September 5th, 20th and October 30th joining previous sold out nights. Um, Epcot news. The, um, now the talking trash can has returned, but I'm not referring to push the talking trash can. Yeah. Not the one we actually like. No, no. This is the talking trash can that was, um, available in, um, electric umbrella that like when you open it, it like says something. Uh, you can find it in the Odyssey Pavilion, which is currently operating as a food and wine festival location. The trash can is near the seating area's entrance directly across from the registers. Uh, there has been a shift <clears throat> in the virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Now, I was going to talk about this because last time I was there, we did we got there a little later and we did the 1 p.m. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to go fast. We ended up getting on Guardians, and then like three hours later, we were walking around World Showcase, and big on one of the virtual signs it was like, "Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind queue still open," and I was like, "Whoa!" Well, that's we the not- thing that that ride pumps people out so much. Like, yeah, it's not like a Rise of Resistance, which is like a twenty-five minute experience. Like they crank people through that thing. So I would imagine like everyone, like if you're going to Epcot, you're going to be able to get on it. Yeah, but here's the thing: now you really got to like. Um, that has shifted in recent days. So okay. uh, very recently it, it was gone in 26 seconds and then nine seconds the next day. So it really kind of depends on the day. So you can't bank on the fact that you can go there at like four o'clock and there's still room in the virtual queue. It's just not going to happen. Right. So, you know, be plan to be there when at one o'clock folks <clears throat> backstage tours are returning to Epcot welcoming back three of its backstage tours in October 2022. The Land Pavilion is doing the Behind the Seeds tour at a cost of $35. This is a one-hour walking tour in the greenhouses, and it returns on October 2nd. 
<coughs> Seize with Nemo and Friends has the dive quest uh, for $219 where you can dive into the um, the Seize with Nemo and Friends. And that is for certified scuba certified folks only. And the Dolphins of Depth Tour for $200, which uh, $200 per person. And both are returning also on October 2nd. The di- And um, I've done Dolphins in Depth. It was a great experience and I would love to do it again. But, you know, it's kind of pricey. Definitely more feasible to do the behind the seeds tour for thirty five bucks. Reservations go on sale August twenty second and can be made via DisneyWorld.com or through the My Disney Experience app. We got some Animal Kingdom news to get through. Not a lot, just some. The Bird Show, the infamous Bird Show that our listeners know so well, is closing, but not forever. Only for refurbishment. So I got excited thinking that you know. Maybe this bird show was going to finally be—I'd be, be rid—I'd finally be rid of this bird show, and apparently not. It is closing. Feathered Friends in Flight will be closing for a refurbishment in September 2022. Begins on September 11th, going through September 24th, reopening on September 25th. Um, Hollywood Studios Jesse's Trading Post is now open. This is a new Toy Story okay. Land uh, gift shop. Yeah, I've been—I've been watching the progress of this yeah i honestly forgot that this was happening uh it's part of the exit from toy story mania and carries an extensive range of toy story and pixar merch all guests are directed through the gift shop as they leave toy story mania uh you know this was like the, I think the one thing that um toy story land was kind of missing was like a big merch shop because all the merch yeah. in toy story land is kind of just sold off kiosks uh, being part of the exit from Toy Story Mania ride, the store doesn't have a direct entrance for those not riding, but it is possible to get there by walking through the exit queue. We got two little things of outside Walt Disney World news before we close up shop for today. <coughs> Magic Band Plus will work in Disneyland. Did you hear about this? Oh, I did not. In a new article today, Brady McDonald with the Orange County Register reports on the launch of Magic Band Plus at Disneyland, including some details relevant to Walt Disney World. Of note to anyone who plans to visit both Walt Disney World and Disneyland is that the same Magic Band Plus will work at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. The functionality will vary slightly across the coast, but the experience is expected to be similar. Although Magic Bands have long been in use at Walt Disney World, they will now officially make their debut at Disneyland later this year. Magic Band Plus is, of course, you know, what we discussed earlier. So it looks like it's not like your Magic Band won't work there, but a Magic Band Plus would. Right. But, like, uh, is that going to be, like, to get you in or get you in your room? Probably. Or is it just going to be the the light-up feature? Oh, maybe. Maybe just the light-up feature. I don't know. Right. So, yeah, it depends. Uh, Disney Cruise Line has updated its vaccination requirements for children. Is up okay. To, um, so only guests ages 12 and over need to be vaccinated effective September 2nd. The previous requirement, which is still in effect through September 1st, requires all passengers ages 5 and up to be vaccinated. The updated travel requirements are as follows. COVID-19 vaccination for sailings departing U.S. and Canada ports through September 1st, 2022. Uh, DCL requires guests ages 5 and older to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 at the time of sailing as defined by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Beginning September 2nd for sailings, uh, guests ages 12 and older need to be fully vaccinated at the time of sailing as defined by the CDC. In consideration of CDC guidance, Disney Cruise Line's Cruise Line highly recommends that guests ages 11 and younger still be fully vaccinated before sailing, but it is no longer a requirement. Uh, For guests ages 5 and older, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention defines fully vaccinated as 14 days after receiving one of the following. 
a single dose of an accepted one-dose vaccine, the second dose of an accepted two-dose vaccine, the full series of an active non-placebo COVID vaccine in the U.S.-based AstraZeneca or Novavax vaccine trials, and the second dose of any mix-and-match combination of accepted COVID vaccines administered at least 17 days apart. So there you go. A lot of news this All week. Right. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to touch on before we uh, close up shop? She-Hulk maybe a little bit? I'm excited about She-Hulk tonight. Oh, you haven't watched it yet. So I have watched I have it. Not. I'm going to watch it with the kids tonight. I have watched it, and I will say, with a, with no spoilers given, I very much enjoyed it. I can't imagine I'm not going to love it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's got a very, um, a very unique tone. And it, it, like, a couple of the things that I was worried about in the trailers, it ended up not being the case. So... I'm very happy Good. with it. Now, I've never read a She-Hulk comic before, but um, I'm very interested in the character now. It was a, it was a really good episode. Not really a lot of sense of where the show is going. Like I don't, I, I still don't really know like what kind of show it's going to be. I think they got to set the character up first. Yeah, this is very much an origin episode. Like it's the yeah. whole the whole episode is like the origin story. So as one would expect from a show like this, um, I will tell you, no Daredevil this week. So no, I heard he's not in the first four. So oh, okay, so that, that's good for me to remember because every week I'll be like, "Where's Daredevil? Where's Daredevil?" Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, anything else? Anything burning in your mind? All right. Really? Well, then uh, that's gonna do it for two men in the mask this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we always love being here with you guys. I'm sorry, you know, we're not able to do it as much as we uh, used to be able to do it, but you know, life happens, and uh, you know. The, the if, if, if you know I think to, I feel like to go back to the show being weekly and you know we'd, we'd have to like have more commercials and like you know be doing a whole bunch of other stuff that I don't think anybody really wants so you know while it continues to just be a passion project for us you know it's gotta kind of just have to be when it fits into our lives and I hope you guys can understand that uh, alright uh, folks if you love our good friend Peter Mandel please check him out at Rogue Comics over at Cranford New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue Cranford New Jersey 07016 or go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store if you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World Disneyland Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney any Disney resort throughout the known world or any universal property please check out our buddy Dave Weckert of Magical Travel who will plan your vacation for you at no additional cost to you you can always find Dave by sending an email to DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net and if you are going to be taking a trip to um, to the Orlando area, please check out our buddies over at Kingdom Strollers for your crib and stroller needs. Uh, you can rent them right from KingdomStrollers.com. And for me, folks, you know, just check out my books. Uh, the Ross and Andy series, a completed epic fantasy series available on Amazon.com. I also have a number of uh, books that I've just released uh, under the pen name Vincent Valentine, V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. Uh, those include two haunted house books, The Haunting of Jonas Estate, The Haunting of Mockingbird Inn, and a couple of EMP survival books that includes uh, uh, Fading Light, um, Into the Darkness, which just released recently. So uh, check them out and uh, let me know what you think of them. And more coming on the way. I have a new book, Pete, coming out, another EMP survival, and my main character is kind of my homage to The Punisher. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. My my kind of like elevator pitch to myself for this was, all right, well, what if the Punisher and the Joker went up against each other? Because hmm. I kind of have him like oh. going up against like a deranged serial killer. Uh, all right. Uh, so, folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day There's a great big
just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.